Hello and welcome to the Three Guys Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. I'm Dixon. And today we just got back from seeing Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Captain America 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, we can just yeah. call that all you want. Okay, we, we have watched, we're watching a lot of sequels, aren't we? Because we've used that joke like every other movie. It's, it's worse yes. than the Rock joke. Yeah. Which we haven't used in a while, so good on us. Good yes. on us. Gold star. It's all around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you haven't been following it, it is the second movie of Phase 2 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which will be followed by Guardians of the Galaxy in a few months. It's a spy movie with Captain America. Would you say I'm wrong? No. You know, it's it's a spy movie in the same way James Bond is a spy movie. Yeah, it's an espionage kind of movie. It's an With espionage thriller. an obscene amount of action for that kind of thing. But I mean, Cap- it's Captain America, Captain yeah. Do. He, like, he, he, I'm not saying he's, he's ham-fisted and retarded. He's not stupid. No, but, he's, like, he he's a, a man soldier. He's, he's yeah. a soldier in a spy world. It's that they don't... They, they don't mesh the same way that they want them to. And in the comics, no. that's kind of the stuff he does. Yeah. Is kind of espionage-based. Secret uh, agent-based. Fair enough. Which kind of makes sense, because it's uh, kind of how... I didn't read it. I do know this is sort of based on the origin story of the Winter Soldier. I'm not sure how accurate it is. doesn't matter, because the movie version is always different. We'll start first with, should you see it in 3D... Because this movie is playing in 3D, it's playing in IMAX, it's playing in all those... Is there a D-Box, Ben? I thought you said there... Yeah, there is. There is a D-Box. It's not in our theater, because there were two theaters. One was ours, the normal one, then there was the IMAX 3D trip movie. Yeah, where you get the... Yeah, you need the... They go together. Yeah, they're in the same theater. I don't think this movie needed to be seen in 3D. That being said, we didn't see it, and I think we made the right choice, because we were crammed in the front... Uh, I think 3D in the front would have been very weird. I mean, I... like. I've done 3D in the front, it's pretty terrible. I can see where it would be 3D, and there's some parts I think that would have been clearer maybe in 3D. Uh, yeah, yeah, you noticed that too. It was a little blurry in some sections. And I don't, yeah, just the way... It almost seems like they couldn't edit out the 3D sections, so they just kind of went, eh, let's make it quick. Like, this is some gratuit- there is a couple of gratuitous feature shots, but they're not that obvious. Like, when they're... No. Like, the ship. Yeah. The opening scene with the ship. Yeah, okay. I, but I, I don't... That. No, I don't need to see in 3D. Fair enough. Actually, I, I think it would have been really annoying, because... It was dark a lot of times, and 3D and yeah, dark are very was, annoying. Yeah, that first scene's really dark. Like, I'm like, I was watching the movie fine. To be fair, that's the only the really dark scene in the movie. Everything seems up to be more amicable light. Yeah, but so. just that yeah. scene was hard to watch even with, yeah. without the 3D. So I think yeah. It did have one of the cooler fight scenes in the movie, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So, not no to 3D then? Yeah, it's... I want to say no to 3D. Yeah, no. Okay. So, then we'll ask the second question we always ask here. Would you recommend it? They have spoiler-free, of course. I would recommend it. This is, to me at least, a much better film than Thor 2 was. Uh, we'll get into why in just a little bit, but I definitely think it's just, it's a more entertaining film than Thor 2 was. If this is the kind of stuff they want to tell with the later movies, and hopefully even like a, like a sequel to this one, as there will be one at some point, I'm interested to see it, considering you know Captain America, kind of a boring dude at times, as much as I dig him. He's a grunt. What do you expect? He, he's a grunt. He's a high-powered grunt. Very high-powered grunt. I thought this was pretty sweet. I enjoyed myself, and I would recommend it to others. How about you, either one of you? Uh, yeah, I'd definitely recommend it. I mean, the character interaction was... I'd say it was done pretty well. You know, I think it sits very well as a, a Captain America movie. I'd say it's pretty good. I mean, I haven't seen many of the comics, but from what I have, it seems pretty good in. I'm not sure how good of a translation it is either, but again, that's irrelevant to the point. Yeah. You, uh, as far as I'm concerned with these movies now, you don't need to movies know Movies are comic. not comics, but they're often based on them. 
Yes, you don't need to see the comic going into it. In fact, I think in some cases that might hinder your experience because you're doing the comparisons. I think I'll save that one for Guardians of the Galaxy because I think that'll be the better example uh, in August. Well, what do you think, Dixon? Would you recommend it? Yeah, this was a excellent Marvel movie like that's come out. Like I think you're right with uh, talking about Thor 2. I like Thor 2 better than Thor 1, but uh, this is a much headier, more interesting movie that I think... You don't need almost. You don't need to see the first one in some ways. I didn't, so like I don't think I really missed anything. I mean, you do, but this feels almost a little separate mm. from the other Marvel movies. Like Thor two felt very, and Thor one felt very in the Marvel universe. Mm. This felt like I don't know it had its own little world, and I liked the world that they had here. Like this felt like a really complete story. Like you could have taken yeah. the uh, the Marvel characters out of the movie. Take out the Nick Fury, the Black Widow, Captain America, Winter Soldier. And this is a good story. That's just a good story. Okay. Yeah. It's intriguing. Like it's got thought put into it. It's a what? It's well written. Oh yeah. yeah that's, it's a it's a well written spy. There story. is one character I'm going to get into later that I'm just not digging, but I'll get into. We'll that. we'll save that for when we start yeah. giving it to spoilers. So that's the recommendation. Go go check this one out for sure. Worth your G- money. Give give All Marvel right. your money. We we want them to continue. They're getting it them. anyway somehow. Like, I don't know. So- some, they're the in our wallets already. I mean, you buy like you buy like extra shoelaces. I'm sure they're getting a cut somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. like they own, don't they own everything. Pretty yeah, much, maybe fucking one percent of everything. Yeah. So. So we'll get into some of the more spoiler specific stuff. Right? Not terribly spoilerific, but we're going to talk about some more specific things. Because as as normal, we're not going to talk about um, we're not going to spoil things. We won't talk about the post credit scenes. You know they're there. If you're going to see the movie, just sit still till the screen goes black. Although, you don't really need to see the second one. The first one's important, not the second one so much. But, yeah. again, that's kind of the track record Marvel does. I don't know. It wasn't as good as some of their other stingers. It's more set up for no. Captain America 3 and Age of Ultron. Or the Avengers 3. Or Avengers 2. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of set up for both, I think. Uh, so let's talk about the first stellar thing that, that stands out to me. Thing number one. Because we're not going to go anywhere until we talk about The Falcon. I, 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 this is easy, an odd place to start in the Captain America it's movie. It's not The Falcon, it's The Falcon. It's The Falcon. It's, it's easy, an odd place to start with a Captain America movie to talk about The Falcon. But any comic book fans out there will tell you immediately The Falcon is a lame joke character that no one ever takes seriously. Well, okay, in the comics they take him seriously, but outside of the comics it's like... He's got less street cred than Aquaman. Like, in Robot Chicken... They were making fun of Aquaman. At least he was on that real-world parody they did. The Falcon was in there. It's just like, nobody cares about the Falcon. My I just have sucks. a suit. I got a, yeah, he's got a crappy costume. <laughs> My costume sucks. This movie, I think, did the impossible. It made the Falcon cool. He was. He was actually pretty amazing. Um, I like how they do his... Uh, why he can do what he can do. Because if they had just been like a guy that flew a plane that piles up with them... And they like, oh, here's this suit. You're a pilot. I'd be like, I don't believe he's this capable. But they set him oh. up as kind of a badass. Like he was like a paratrooper. He's a, he's a paratrooper. And yeah. he like he this is he did that stuff before. That's cool to me. And then he uh, he got out of the army, and then Cap gets in trouble, and essentially he's just like this. He got this file of his. These are the things I've done. Call it my resume. I was just like. Okay, if you if you want to go enjoy I'm glad this. you have that right next to you. I'm <laughs> glad you have that on file in case Captain America comes knocking, but whatever. I guess when you meet Captain America running across yeah, DC. The, DC, then he laps you like four or five times. 
bastard. That kind of, <laughs> you know, I just going to say that weirded me out because I, I didn't it, realize the Triskelion, the, the shield base, which yeah. shows up in originally shows up in Ultimate Marvel, that was like in New York, like in the harbor, mm-hmm. like, in the, like in the Hudson. Mm-hmm. It's weird that it was in the Potalamic. Like, you played Fallout. Yeah. It's in DC. That's yeah. where the Triskelion was in this movie. So that, I, I didn't really I, I realize think, that at first. It's like, oh, that's where they are? I think that makes more sense to put it there just because of its... Of what Shield does and its relative location to Washington. No, no, no. I mean, it made sense. I just didn't realize until they said that and just now that. Oh wait, that was in DC. Yeah. Because he was running around in DC. We saw the landmarks, but for some reason I just didn't put. It the, didn't the, click. I just thought, oh, it's in New York. But going back to the Falcon, uh, he's well written. He's funny. He's not. He's not aggravating. He's not. He's, he's funny, but he's not aggravating funny. And he's not yeah. really. He doesn't play like a sidekick exactly. He, like, he's not a sidekick. I mean, well, okay, he, everyone's he's a kind of a sidekick, but he's above that. Everyone's yeah. a sidekick to Captain America. Because uh, if Captain America well, could not fly, Nick Fury, fuck that. Because if Captain America could fly, you don't need anybody else. No, but true. um, but he's he's got he's he, I like his suits. I just like the idea behind it that he was basically a, just a paratrooper experiment that had two test pilots and well, sorry, one died. Mm. Sucks. That he, was kind of cool. He he's well written. He's got great moments. The, the, just... the wings they worked enough for me. Like when they were flying, they looked pretty good. When he's doing like, because he'd be really hard to hit. I think I just didn't believe that. And he could. And the fact that he they said he had done it before and was good at it, that helped because it was just a guy. Just, just a like, dude. Why, yeah. why would he be that good this quick? Oh no, this yeah. guy's a legitimate, experienced badass. Experienced badass. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow plays a more prominent role, mostly because somebody needs to guide Captain America through the spy stuff in this movie. And don't get me wrong, I like Captain this movie, but that's the entirety of the reason why Black Widow's in this movie, to kind of handhold them through the spy work. Yeah. Like, like uh... But that I, was kind of her whole thing, though. I she was... didn't like her. She's the character huh? I did not like. No? Because in Iron Man... Two, they introduced her, and it's like, okay, like, she's, like, the secret agent person. She's pretty hardcore. Avengers, okay, they're kind of softening her more. Now this is, like, they've mentioned that she's done dark stuff, but, like, the characters felt really... I don't know how to feel about her. It feels like a totally different character. Like, I, she just I, felt weird. I don't, I don't get her character. It did feel a little weird. Um, I think I can understand the concept of what they're trying to do, because... Much alongside of the Hulk, who will probably not get another movie, disappointingly. Uh, Hawkeye, who, despite promises, I've discovered he's upset. He was promised a movie. He probably won't get one. Uh, there, he's she's another. She calls him that era of character where they're cool, but they're not cool enough to get like, their own they movie. They make her hyper competent. No. Like she definitely has a plot that oh, she's yeah. following, but she's smart. She's good, but her story just isn't good enough to make a movie. Like she's not she, she's not intriguing enough. Like, I think that's, you're I think like okay, she's ex KGB. She's probably done bad stuff. Very bad stuff. And she's willing to do it for like if there's a reason for it. But like there wasn't anything more to it. No. no. And she does kind of like she does kind of not lead Captain, but just like does the stuff that he can't do. But, yeah. but it's basically the spy stuff, which makes sense. Yeah. Cap Cap is Cap's Cap's a nice guy. He has some great. Moments in this movie, I really did. But he's missed out on like how many years of history? Yeah, he's just oh, not yeah. cut up. He he. The fact the... that he works can, that he can work a computer is impressive enough. That, and that he's seen war games. Yeah, well, <laughs> he had a lot of downtime after you know. I assume he's got free time to watch movies. Like they, for a government agent who's like the strongest soldier in the world, they stuck him in a crappy two bedroom apartment. Well, that's mm-hmm. on purpose, I guess. I guess. I guess like in the comics, that was a thing. I. Did he, he choose to live there though? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because he, he had paid, he bought that place years ago. He's like, God damn it. It's empty now. I'm not leaving it. <laughs> or something. I can't remember. Yeah. But not, that's not to say that Chris Evans, like, I didn't mind uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. I really so did not. Captain like, America. He but, was good. But yeah, yeah. Captain America is not, he's, he's good. It's just he's playing the Captain America role. Chris Evans does a stand up job for that. He has a really tender moment. Uh, with his old love, who was still alive, I thought that was the kind of a very tender moment for him. I like that he actually yeah. felt like he's competent because in Avengers, is like, I just didn't feel like he was really important. I think he probably because Robert Downey Jr. is on screen. Yeah, yeah he, he's completely <laughs> overshadowed by. But like Iron in this, Man's Captain America shadow. felt like he is awesome. He is a badass. Yeah, I think it's because this is more down to earth with what Captain can handle. In the, the movie, yeah, yeah, and. It's not he's like he's not fighting superheroes and super well not heroes. He's not fighting super villains and super things. He's fighting Nazis and spies and soldiers. Pretty much, he he's dealing with things that are on his a uh, level. His level, and he okay, fine. He's really good at it, but you know, it, it is what it is. He definitely doesn't feel as out of place here as he does in the Avengers. And I've seen the Avengers again recently, and the more I see it, the more I agree with you, Dixon. He, he definitely does feel a little out of place there, which is. Both strange and worrisome that they that he's a crucial part of that movie. He, he feels out of place there, and I think again it's because they chose Alien Invasion for movie one. Mm. Where do you go from there? I have no idea. Robots. Ro- robots. Deadly, um, deadly robots. robots. Other characters. Uh, let's go Samuel Jackson. We gotta talk about Nick Fury because this yeah. is also his movie too. He's Nick Fury. Samuel Jackson. He, he yeah. felt the least awkward of all his appearances I've ever seen him in because. He feels really weird in the Avengers. He's just he's just kind of talking like this and saying stuff that you wonder if it's a joke or not. Like he's and it's like I'm the man in charge because I'm scary black guy. I don't know. <laughs> well, like I always he just this he felt more natural in this movie. I did maybe because of what once again he felt more Earth. human. Yeah, it definitely robotic. It definitely feels more towards what they're capable of and. I, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with Nick Fury in Avengers, even rewatching it. I don't have a problem with him here because, again, this is his bread and butter. Well, I'm thinking like Nick mm. Fury and like Iron Man 2. I was just, I didn't like him. Iron, Iron Man, Man 2 is weird because he's telling the smartest man in the world he's dumb. <laughs> Basically. That, that, that's, that's, that's the crux of that, that uh, donut shop scene. You're dumb. You should be doing this. Here's my sexy spy lady. She's going to keep you on track or she'll just kill you. Or I'll get Coulson to do it because he's still alive. Yeah, but I liked Nick Fury in this movie. Uh, uh, Samuel Jackson definitely did some had some good scenes. He uh, oh, yeah. he 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 carried a lot of the of the brunt of the movie, I think, as far as being the dramatic piece. Because outside of Chris Evans, actually, basically outside of Chris Evans' one scene with the, uh, uh, I wish I could remember that actress's name. His love interest from the first movie. It's pretty much a straightforward action movie, and there's not a lot of time for for drama on the side. It's a lot of tension, yeah. but. Uh, it's Nick Fury. It's it's what he does. As far yeah. as uh, I'm trying to think of other principal cast members, Adam Pierce is the R- Robert Redford. I think it's Robert. Redford. Yeah, it is Robert Redford. Like yeah. as the uh, director Pierce. You know what? He wasn't hammy really. No, it, it's hmm. a, it's a role he could have been really hammy in. Like because I was like I knew he was <clears> going to be like a bad guy because they set that up in the trailer. But yeah. you know, he, he's never plays it like super obvious. Uh, up until this plan is revealed, in which case he's just like, well, oh yeah, then he becomes a little more hammier, but. Yeah. It, 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 it's kind point, of a when you're when you sh- when you yeah I was gonna say when you throw your cards down show you're a villain it's kind of like be what be pretty handy. But he's not like cause... Joker. He's not like no. He's, he's not, not ridiculous. He's believable. No, yeah, he's not ridiculous. 
it's kind of a, I suddenly noticed I have all this power. Go fuck yourselves, guys. Okay, so you missed a, you missed a scene uh, with our boy, the Winter Soldier. So, so they go into... Oh, this isn't a big spoiler or anything. So, Pierce is in his house. It's dark, right? And he's going to get, like, a drink. And he looks, and the Winter Soldier is sitting at the table. Kind of in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And the Shining housekeeper lady... Is like, uh, oh, I'm I'm done, Mr. Pierce. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, Yolanda. See you tomorrow. Yeah. And she leaves. You know, here's the door lock, right? He starts talking to the Winter Soldier, and they're just talking. He's not. He doesn't say anything. Winter Soldier. He doesn't even move. It looks like. No, he's just. He sitting has there a gun there. there. Yeah. Just, and then all of a sudden, like, she's like, oh, I forgot something, and she sees this guy with Mr. Pierce. This guy with a gun. And he's just like, I wish you had knocked. Like, and he he shoots her. Yeah. Pierce shoots her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Winter Soldier doesn't do anything. Because that's not something Winter Soldier would... I don't know if he would do that. He probably would, but... No, it's not his mission. So... Like, I I let... But it wasn't hammy the way he did it. He was just like, ah, you didn't have to be here. Yeah. But he did what he had to. Speaking of Winter Soldier, he's he's one of those characters, if you're familiar with the comics, we're not going to spoil it, but... If you're familiar with the comic origins of the character, he actually kind of has a tragic backstory, all things considered. But again, we can't really go into it without discussing spoilers on the character. I like the actor who played him. Um, I thought it was a really well-done role, considering he's got to walk this fine line between Terminator and real person. He definitely has a Terminator feeling. He's just calmly, methodically doing things. When you see him yeah. killing people, he, he doesn't have a reaction to it. And, and then just his interactions with Shouldn't... Captain America... There is another villain we could talk about. Yeah, what, we'll do that what, uh, the, at the end there, uh, the one at the base. Yeah, mm. the, the underground bunker one. You know what? I'm not going to argue the science logistics of it. Uh, they do bring back an older character from Captain America, the first movie. Uh, he's uploaded his brain to a computer from the I'm going to say 60s, and I'm being generous. Yeah, an old reel to reel system. And it's like huge. Well, yeah, reel to reels are he- super computers. I know, yeah, age. which. I, I kind of like that. I can't remember his name. What was I his did. name? Arm Zola. Arm Zola. He's a. Uh, he was the wormy tech guest assistant to uh, Red Skull in the first yeah. movie. Yeah. Because I actually didn't recognize him until they showed the picture of him. I was like, oh, this guy. Because they. Well, like, how are you supposed to tell with green lines? Uh, I mean, yeah, the voice. Face, the voice. The voice. I, I recognize the face. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like that actor. He he's he's come up a couple times. He was in an episode of Doctor Who. He was in uh, Your Highness. He's uh, kind of the exposition he's, uh, dump character, so here, I don't know how he is in those other movies, but he's definitely here, he's like, oh, exposition dump. But it's done really well. Yeah. Yes, because it, it, it feels like a Bond movie, again. Well, taking a Bond movie and kind of, like, up the ante. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I thought it was a, I, I liked him. Was I seeing him come back, and I was like, oh, that's who this is. Oh, he did all this in the, could you do that? Ah, who cares? Well, the, the big thing is, because in the comics, like, Armzola, he's got this iconic visual to him. And they didn't do that in the first movie because they kind of hint at it because they have one point where his like face is on like, a TV oh, and yeah. it goes up to actually him. Okay. But he has this unique visual where he has like the camera on top and he's like a screen. And they did it here as, be- as best as, they could. Yeah. It looked good. I did like yeah. it for using a uh, 60s technology. I just did find it very weird that he, the, the computer set for this thing is all covered in dust. It was all this ancient, old-ass technology. It's USB hub. And there's this modern-looking USB hub just sitting on top. Yeah, I wonder how long that's been there. Like, if the rest because there's like it looked like no one's been there. Like, that's there's, yeah. there's cobwebs. Like that's that's weird. Like, I want to say dust continuity. 
if that's a thing, because this is like the rest of them. This has been touched in years. This stands out immediately. Maybe because... like the last time they were there is when he came up with like the insight plan. But Maybe. then who knows? Yeah. One thing I wonder is that if they backed up all that memory, I'm sure he'll come up again. Uh, possibly, maybe with his, you know, normal what his, you know, what he should look like there. A robot body. Or well, yeah. we, I said we are going into Age of Ultron, where robots will be everywhere. So God only knows what we're going to get in that one. Um. So I'm going to get to uh, the the action and the violence in this movie. I, I uh, speaking of action and violence, I want to bring up a cameo because I didn't recognize him. George St. Pierre as Batroc the Leaper, basically the only man who the first guy we ever see that really goes toe to toe with Captain America. And In a oh, quite good fight scene. It was an excellent fight scene. It it beat anything from the. That was my biggest problem with the first movie. Is all the Captain America fight scenes. He's not doing a whole lot physically. I actually think the problem with the, the first movies is one super powered opponent is Red Skull, Hugo Weaving. But the, the problem I think with the, with, the, with the Red Skull and Hugo Weaving was I don't imagine it was the actor, but. Imagine the prosthetics and the suit just made it impossible to do a fight scene properly. They kind of thump around the inside of a ship. I think that's more. Either, I think it's either due to the limitations of the costume. I really do. Well, they just they didn't have a good fight choreographer. I think at the time that's a lot of it. And um, I was I was kept thinking it would be more like Roth's character from the Hulk movie, the Incredible Hulk movie, where he's got the Super Soldier Serum, is fighting really interestingly and fast and well choreographed fight scenes. I didn't get that. I got it in this movie. Yeah, because yeah. he's got he's got his fight scenes with Batroc the Leaper. Uh, which, by all accounts, is technically throwaway to the plot, but damn if it's not cool to watch. Yeah, it's George St. Pierre. Yeah. As soon is... as I heard he was in the movie a couple days ago, I'm like, I bet he's going to be Batroc the Leaper. I didn't look it up, <laughs> I'm just I'm sure. Because uh, he's French. He's got his fight scenes with, with, the, with the Winter Soldier. Uh, he has a few fights with some numpties, who actually fare better than you would think a, a room full of numpties would do. Well, they knew they were going to go after him. Yeah. yeah. They had that elevator fight that's in the trailer, which is still actually pretty cool to see. Um, which it, it seemed just... like the elevator enlarged when you it, know it probably the did fight it, started. It probably did for like a camera. Because they were um, like all very crammed in there, but then when the fight started, there was a lot more room than there should have been. Yeah, I want to ask, what's your favorite fight scene? I almost want to say the just because I remember it more clearly. You know, I like the chase of the cart chasing with uh, with Samuel Jackson. I think that was a pretty wicked action like scene. Like how that all goes, but for, for yeah. sort of a fight scene, maybe the elevator. I did like the uh, racist cop joke. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that one was funny. That was a really neat scene. Like, and they like I like what they imply about the car, like what it can do. It's like, yeah. oh, it can fly. We just don't. <laughs> Sorry, guys. He's like rear propulsion. It's just like, what could your car do? <laughs> like, if my car, even though I had like a thing like that on my car, what could it do? It's like, oh, the engine shot. It would just tell me. My car does tell me, but the engine shot. <laughs> but I guess because it's. Actually, the the really funny part I found in that one is I know it's incredibly stupid, but you know when he's like, "Well, what does work? The air conditioner as it is at a hundred percent." It's like, I knew well, they'd do something like that. You ask a stupid question. <laughs> stupid like, answer. Yes, the computer's gonna give you a stupid answer. Very yeah. very good fight scene. I I'll, felt like something out of the the Bourne movies or James Bond. If, I, yeah. if that's the one complaint I have to register with the fight scenes is uh, as the action gets close and personal, they resort to shaky cam in a lot of places. Yeah. But the cuts, like the editing wasn't bad for them? Or the editing bad? salvages yeah. it, but it's something that It is a little shaky at times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a little Yeah, the, the, the fight with Batroc, uh, the first fight with Winter Soldier, as brief as it was, mm. 
There, there was a lot of them, and it wasn't. It, it got better as the movie went on because I think the editor. Oh wait, best fight scene. Uh, Winter Soldier throwing that guy into the uh, into the, the bus, the Harrier turbine. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that was brutal. <laughs> this movie has a lot of that. It's except like, it was censored brutally. Like they shied away from it in the first one. This no, they're pretty sure that like, yeah, they were being shot. To in it. the first movie, yeah. they cheat very clearly by, and I don't know if they did this is because. Hey, this is Avenger stuff, or for some reason they don't want to let us do World War II with real guns. All the villains are in with lasers, so by the time World War II scenes kick in in Avengers, or not Avengers, uh, Captain America, it's all laser fighting. Which is cool, but it's kind of lame. Oh, uh, did the they do time. like the 80s thing? Yeah. They can't have real guns, have lasers. I don't know what happened. Even to... though there's cartridges shooting from the guns. Oh my god. Or that drove me nuts. Like and but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the first series there. Anyway, Rocksteady's gun would shoot yeah, ammunition well. out, but lasers shot. No, they they don't do, like they don't re- like they, they don't do that. But it's they, not that bad, like because there are real guns in Captain America, but yeah. they 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 replace it with lasers very quickly. Ugh. Which is just more. People than just like disintegrate, or you don't, it's all off camera. Although someone does get thrown into a propeller in one time in the in the first one. So. Yeah. But yeah, this, that's brutal, but... But mm. this, it's got nothing on this one. This movie's just like, okay, I guess now we can play with real yeah, guys. Yeah, you know what? I don't think you yeah. would uh, want to take kids to this. Oh, no. It's, uh... it's um, That one could fall asleep. What, get behind us? Next to us. Oh. <laughs> well, it's because it, it, has, it has long moments. Like, that actually brings me up to another point we'll talk about in a minute because I almost forgot about it. Uh, but the, the action... The, it's, it's a surprisingly brutal movie. Like, it doesn't show blood. Like, it's not... No, it's, there's some. It, it, it shows there was a little bit, but there's not real much bleeding. But people, no, but sure. people are getting exploded. They're being thrown into buses, propellers. There's grenades. There's gunfire. There's Captain America beating people over the head with a shield. Uh, there's there's when a lot they of first, when they first start up, it seems to be kind of very censored. Like even like but Cap did, just kind of like pushes them, beats well, them off the side. He doesn't want to kill there. them. Or Scarlet yeah, Witch is like she doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, or not the Scarlet Witch, the Black Widow. She doesn't care. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson, I get yeah. it. Uh, but it's just it, it, the movie is surprisingly a uh, surprisingly violent, which I was just like, whoa! It gets pretty violent about halfway through. Whenever really the big action scenes and we'll call it Act Two and Three really kick off. Speaking of as soon as I was just bringing it up, the length of this movie, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. The movie is two hours and fifteen minutes. Two and a quarter hours. That I don't think it's the longest one they've done. I think Avengers is longer. But I give the Avengers some slack in that regard because that was what they were building up to. That can be that length or longer. This one was two and a half, two hours, two and a quarter hours. I was scared when you told me that. I was like, I was like, I was like, what? I had that fear too because yeah. I was just like, oh no. But going in there, it didn't feel like two. It, did like, not it, feel it, like it, it didn't clip along super fast, but it, I was totally engaged the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. it definitely does. Never not, did I drop out of it. It does not feel its length, which is, which is a huge bonus because you're going to be there for two hours. The length had me worried because when I saw that when I was, we were setting up, I was like, oh no, it's like two hours and 15 minutes. Not another long one. I don't know why they have to make these movies so long. This feels like the one time it's okay because they actually well, were they, able to... They yeah. built up this whole world. Like, like the, the world is well built. Like a backstory to a lot of the events. Yeah. I mean, watching it, there wasn't much that needed to be cut out. I mean, maybe there's a couple little the short scenes. Like the old girlfriend, I think you didn't need that. You didn't really need fair, that, no. and there were some scenes in the. Uh... But that it, it's one of those scenes that even you could, could, could kind of find for the pacing, but it's yeah. kind of it fits in with the whole subplot of. of well, it's the whole the, humanity the, thing there. And... It's, it's not even the whole humanity thing. It's really just 
Black Widow's character try to hook up Steve Rogers with anybody that's, you know, not a hundred. And that's the reason why Captain America can't let go. The the woman he loved, he sacrificed his life for and well, can't have her now. And what's worse is he's back now. And she's still alive. Although I think she may have died. I think that might have been a flashback, it's just poorly told. Or she might have been she might have died there, yeah. I yeah. kinda almost had that feeling too, was like Like I felt this was a flashback when he first came back. Like this is definitely something that if I if I was in Steve Rogers' shoes, I would find her like nearly immediately, because I know that he does that with uh, uh, Bucky and actually I think it was the same woman in the Ultimate version, which is kind of the version they're based on. Yeah, like that's the first thing he does is like, oh, I'm awake. Who's still alive that I know? <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, can I trust you guys? Okay, who's alive that I know? Am I in Russia? Um, but no, I just uh, the length was something that was worrisome. I guess there's some, some Moretta stuff here, scenes we're getting close to our time limit. I did like how the Winter Soldier's arm made noise like a Transformer every time it did anything. It was kind of weird, though, because it almost looked like a tinfoil arm. Uh, it, 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 it's, it, it does look like that in the... Like, it's hard to translate it without it making... Like, I know, it looked like a Terminator arm. I just like how it, it seemed to like have like vents all across it. And it would like... Get, it would like... Up. Not solidify, but it would kind of... It would open and close. Off a little bit. Yeah. It, would, it would open and close, like there were vents almost. Uh, I did like how it did make... Or it's bracing, make, you know, like... I yeah. did like how it made noise every time it did something. Yeah, I liked it, that it was... It really just, lame. It's just like, oh, he has a robotic arm, and they could have done something... They could have done nothing with it. They yeah, could've, they could have they done a lot worse with it, but they probably could have done a little better with it. I do have one beef with, uh, with the concept that nobody can hit this guy because he uses his arm like a shield. I'm just like, that why does no one... That happened once. That happened a couple times. I only saw it once when he's. I like, think it was twice. Happened. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think he only just two or three times. I'm always of the mentality is like, okay, shoot this guy in the leg. Why can't no one shoot for the leg in this series? Because no one shoots for the leg. I should Even when shooting at Cap when he was running at the guy with a minigun, you know, he just had his shield up. He was running. It's the, like, the dude, the guy couldn't leg. shoot him. The guy, the guy can't shoot really Captain be... America in the leg. He can't. He doesn't have the angle. Yeah, he doesn't have the angle. That's a little. He can't, he's up high. He's on a, a car with a minigun, and he's he... like. Cap's like got most of it covered. He can't hit it. He actually has the advantage. Of I don't cover. think he could really hit his. Right. Leg. He could. I think he could have hit him. He didn't stand. He wasn't but running that short. I don't though. think it was. Well, that. he was connected too to the bridge above him because he rappelled down. He never unhooked himself. Like you could see the the wire. Well, no, no, that's what I mean. Though, but I'm just talking about his angle, though. I, I think he could have got him. We're but, not going to get into but either way. As far as the Winter Soldier, like he only does. I also I only noticed it once, and I didn't feel like he was. He wasn't putting in positions where he's going to get shot a lot. To be fair, no. It's not his point. No. No. I do feel like they wrote the Winter Soldier. They picked this one here to give me a character setup because there is this ever. It's not a rumor. Uh, Chris Evans has, has essentially admitted he's retiring from acting once he's done with Captain America. Uh, really? Yeah. He he does not like the concept of not being able to do his own thing. Uh, he he's kind of he's locked in a contract right now. He he is Captain America. Yeah. And you don't have room to do anything else when that's all you're doing. Like, he can't go off and do the indie film he wants to do or be the director he wants to be. Like, he's... Okay, he's, he's, he's going to quit acting as Captain America. Uh, he said he's essentially retiring from acting. He's been a little weird on it. Uh, they seem to foreshadow this notion that someone else will take up the role of Captain America. Like, there are some foreshadowing moments in the trailer and the movie itself where, he's, where the Winter Soldier has the shield and it actually sort of looks apropos. Like, it should actually... like Yeah, he does kind of pose with it there for a second. And I don't think that's done by accident. I think it's to foreshadow the concept that when Chris Evans decided, like, I'm, I'm not coming back, 
They can still either they can essentially replace Captain America with they the could soldier. Do, if you've read the comics, they can do what they did in the comics. Which they they, they should Spoiled be fair with a lot of different things. There's been more than one Captain America. Steve really? Rogers is the oh. first one, but uh, well, see, that's the thing with superheroes. The thing with, with historically su- yes, historically yes, <laughs> with superhero movies that with specific comics actually with superhero comics, they like to replace characters on occasion because somebody's died. Someone's retired. Someone's back's been broken. Someone's travel hopping through time for whatever reason. Or someone they just feel like, meh, I'm tired of this. Fuck it. Yeah, uh, some people just retire. No, you don't generally retire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, superheroes don't tend to retire. They tend to get killed or fired. Blue Beetle. Poor mm. Blue Beetle. But that's kind of the point. I think they're setting up this concept where the Winter Soldier could replace Captain America and they could still sort of use the character basically the same way. Because the Winter Soldier has been Captain America, I think. He, he has his own story yes. now in books. Yes, he has. Okay, so. But I think that's kind of what they're setting up to do. If they introduce that, there's a whole new can of worms with who can they replace, who can't they replace. Mm-hmm. Like, like we, for all we know, we may not get Iron Man for, like, Avengers. We'll get uh, War Machine. War Machine. How did I forget his name? I don't know. Because I want to call him the Iron Patriot because that's a cooler name. No Iron Man 3... Iron Patriot's a better suit of armor than than War Machine. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even American. It's like, that's so America. I love it. But I didn't mind that for the movie. That's a different movie. Yes. Um, uh, so I guess at this point, is there any uh, anything else Aretta that we didn't bring up you guys wanted to bring up? I'm trying to think of anything about this movie last... Just before we get before into we rating. rating. No, I can save it all for my rating. Okay. How about you, Ben? Anything, uh, anything that irked you? Anything that the uh, Peach Rangers that we didn't bring up? No, no, not really. I mean, I don't have much to say, really. All right, then. I guess we'll just go straight into rating, then. Dixon, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay, well, you can go first on this one. I didn't like Captain America. I didn't like it. It wasn't gritty enough, and I had just seen a World War II Marvel movie. I had just seen X-Men First Class that portray World War II very realistically Hmm. in the opening parts of the movie. And I saw Captain America, and I was just like, I know it's a different studio, but it was definitely aimed more for kids. Mm-hmm. It definitely felt more like the Avengers movie that came after. It felt more like the Thor movies. This feels more like like someone took Captain America and made a really good Captain America movie. They didn't need to set up another movie in it. Where like the Iron Man 2, um, Thor, Thor 1, and kind of Thor 2, you know, uh, you Captain think... America, they all feel like they're setting up for something else. Yeah, that was, that's a big problem and, I have. And like Avengers, America. same thing. It even feels like it's leading up for something else. Which they won't even do for another six years. But uh, this felt like its own little... It felt more standalone. It felt more real. It felt like the directors had... They, they stepped out of their Marvel formula. And if this is the kind of stuff they're going to do, I'm really happy. Because this is more like the Incredible Hulk movie that I love so much. It is definitely a lot closer to that one. There's a lot of... Yeah, yeah, moments when they're doing stuff like a lot of cool shots. You're just like, yeah, and you want to like fist bump. Basically, every scene with the with the Falcon, yeah. or like Captain America doing awesome stuff with the shield. He felt like he was very competent. Like, yeah. oh boy, there's a plane shooting at him. And it's like he took down the plane by himself. Yeah. That was really awesome. I never lost his shield. And the uh, movie doesn't feel like we said. It doesn't feel long. It keeps you interested. Yeah, I would watch. It's this. a very nice. It's a very. Oh, I think I'm gonna nice buy this pace. movie. Really? You think this yeah. is this is this is a buy quality for you? I like the Hella carriers. They looked really cool. They, they looked amazing. I, I love the weapons on there. Like, we didn't see them a lot, but they looked 
No. It almost looked too good. It looked like something out of an anime. Yeah. But in a good way, like Armor Core. Okay. Like a realistic anime. So how would you rate it then? What would be your rating on this? 7 out of 10. That's Like, it's really good. Like, it's not a masterpiece. It's not an 8 or a 9. But it's no. really, really good. Like, this is as... I think this is as good as we're going to get for something that... Is essentially a summer popcorn flow? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. But it felt like... It felt much smarter, more intriguing. It felt like a James Bond or like the Bourne series. Hmm. I was not expecting that. They did a really good job here. I'm well, impressed. You want to go next, Ben, or should I go next? Uh, I really don't have much to say, so I, I mean, I, could, I guess I could say it there. I mean, Go ahead, then. I, I'll throw my number out. I mean, I very much agree with your writing. You know, I, I will also say seven. You know, the characters are very nice, interacted incredibly well. Nothing really seemed out of place. There was no weird, awkward dialogue, really. No. Uh, I mean, there were some parts that were a little too dark. Could Could have lightened it up a little more. Like like the tone or just like the lighting? The lighting. Yeah. Like that, that ship scene. Yeah. And even in even when they were first starting to walk into that uh, bunker there, like the first yeah. shield, it was like, are there lights in there? I mean, it looks like the floor is kind of lit up, but there is zero lighting in there. How does that work? Is there I... like anti-lights? But, you know, I kind of understand why they did that, but it was still a little annoying. But other than visuals... You know, tiny visuals. Nothing really bothered me. The pacing was absolutely fantastic. Again, for a two and a quarter hour movie. Oh, it was amazing. This, this is probably one of the best paced movies that I've seen this year. Like it was, it was paced better than Lord of the Rings. Like, like than the, than the Desolation of Smog. Like, oh God, yes. Like yeah. I was bored in parts of that movie. Yeah, and just even any of the movies this year, I think it was best paced. You know, I think yeah. That 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 I think it's a good testament there. Is I think it's we we found our one that's like best paced movie, The Winter Soldier. The only one I can think that I would almost say is almost as good would be Elysium. I think Elysium was really well paced. Fair enough. Yeah, that was pretty good. I would have say Pacific Rim was really well paced too, but mm. but you'd be lying. Cause that's no, 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 that's 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 just how I feel about it. I've watched it again, man. It's maybe <laughs> maybe that's all I need to do. I need to watch that one again. I'm gonna borrow that from me so I can watch yeah. it again. Uh, so watch that again, and I'll ask yourself that. Okay. Do I yeah. want to skip ahead? <laughs> anyway, so you you good then? Yeah, I think I'm good. You know, seven out of ten. Okay. I am. I'm the one person I know that actually sort of liked Captain America: The First Avenger. It, it does the second time I watched it. <laughs> it, it definitely has the <laughs> problem that it's playing set up not only to the Avengers but to everything that follows it. It it feels like it's half a movie and another half of it being a commercial. I didn't, I didn't care for it that much, but I liked it better than most people did. Uh, so with the concept of Winter Soldier, it was well, just most, like, most people did like it a lot. Did lost, like it was good for kids. Like parents liked it because their kids liked it. Yeah, yeah. But I just kind of meant as a film goer. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care what the kids like. But for this one, I didn't know what to expect going into it because I know less about the. I think it's something that I want to bring into better detail when we get to Guardians of the Galaxy. But I find the less I know about the film going into it. The better I am, like the better I think the experience is. We don't know, like, have expectations, or you don't know. I think I think it's expectations. A little bit of both. (laughs) Because again, it's something like the origin stories. Like, well, I know the origin stories for most of the characters they're going to put in the film. And goddamn it, if they retell Batman or Spider Man's origin story one more time, I might throttle somebody. (laughs) But Amazing Spider, like the the Spider Man movie, did a really good job of it. It did, but you can't do that too more too many times. No. How many times can you do it before everyone gets sick of it? Is my point. Uh, for this one though, I was I like the concept of what they're setting up. 
I've had heard people. I've heard her. I think it was Josh Whedon say that he wants this block of Avengers movie and all eight Avengers two uh, to be darker and more feel like they hit close to home. And while I felt Thor two sort of missed that mark, if that's the intention, I definitely felt this one did. This I think actually kind of made up for Thor being less impactful. And again, as you pointed out. Thor 2 feels like it's setting up for whatever they're going to do in Thor 3, which will probably be really cool. Here, however, this is a better standalone story. It feels like a more natural follow-up to the Avengers. It, I think it's complete. It's very Best complete. Thing, it's a standalone story. It's like yeah. in a comic book you have an arc, and the arc ends, but the characters keep going on. Thor 2 feels like a placeholder. Iron Man 2 feels like a placeholder. It's not... The story mm. doesn't stand alone. Yeah. No. But this one does, and the fact that it's this definitely can still be used to continue the series in the many different ways that they could using this movie as a, as a guide piece. I think there's some interesting ideas that could just kind of branch off from this movie alone, despite the fact it's so complete, which is, I think, really good. Yeah. Um, of course, I can't talk about them without going into spoilers, but yeah. I just think there's some cool ideas that we could do from this movie. The fact that it's a standalone makes it even better. The action scenes are great. Again, I never thought I'd say it, but this movie made the Falcon cool. I was terrified the fact when I realized that this, they had this dude in the trailer, I was like, I don't know who this is. Then they see him in the fight scene, it's like, Oh no, it's the Falcon. <laughs> and the Falcon has been... I don't, he's not a has-been. He well, has <laughs> been a kind of sidekick to Captain America in the past. He has been used in that capacity, kind of. Which yeah. fortunately, As weird as you get with an adult sidekick. It's not like that one superhero where the kid's the superhero and the adult's the sidekick. Oh, the Star Spangled Kid in Stripesy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's, it's really weird. That, uh, that sounds awkward. It's even better as the rest of the heroes around him. They all think it's weird, too. <laughs> I love how everybody thinks it's weird, us included. But going back to Captain America, again, it's a, it's a complete story. The action scenes are kick-ass. It's a well-told spy story. Again, James Bond in nature, which is probably less spy work than it actually is. But goddammit if I don't enjoy seeing it on screen. <laughs> See, I felt like more of the boring movies. James Bond or, or Bourne. Because they didn't have the, the, exo- James they didn't Bond have the exotic locales of the James Bond movies. Yeah. Fair enough. They're a, the more, they're a little more Horror toned down. Like the, the Bourne movies were more about like corruption and conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. I've actually not seen all the Bourne movies. I'll have to correct that. But to speak again specifically about this one, I like the concept of where this of what this film does. I hope this is what Guardians of the Galaxy does in a summer fashion or whatever follows that before we get to Avengers 2. Maybe uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is being discussed for Phase 3 after Ant-Man. After Ant-Man? They are doing an Ant-Man movie. They're going to put Strange after Ant-Man. The Guardians... Everything's based on whether or not Guardians of the Galaxy, their C-list team, will succeed. So Fair enough. Ant-Man's the only one that's been confirmed. Doctor Strange is the one well, they've Ant-Man, been Well, Ant-Man, you know, about. he's the scientist supreme of Earth. I think they're building him as a movie just because fans have been asking for it. and Because he is, in fact, one of the original Avengers... Uh, it won't be the Hank Pym, though. I know that much. Oh. Hank Pym will be in the movie, but it's not Hank Pym that'll be the Ant-Man we know. Oh, it's gonna be, like, Scott Lang or something? Or? I think so. Or one of the other... I know nothing about the Scott Lang, uh... Anyway, the point is... Uh, not to interrupt you, but this is, it's irrelevant. What's your rating? Uh, I think we're gonna hit a jackpot here. Triple sevens. I'm giving it a seven. Uh, it's it, it's it was an enjoyable ride, especially after we came off a three hundred a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, again, it did not feel its pay. It's not feel its length, which is something that's slowly becoming a problem with these movies. Like, ugh. 
Yeah, you're, I hate getting, you're getting the money to make a giant movie, but could you could, could you, you could you tone it down? Could you give us what we need in more compact time? Like say what you will about After Earth, at least it was relatively short. Yeah, yeah, it was shorter than it was shorter than RoboCop. Shorter than RoboCop. <laughs> short. RoboCop wrecked my life more than After Earth did. <laughs> We're actually, I don't know. After uh, Earth ruined my like, life. Like, like After Earth is just like a guy walking up to me and mugging me. Like Robocop is like a guy systematically destroying my life. <laughs> he, he's like he's like every day he like hunts me down and does something really small to me that kills me a little bit more. Are you sure? Are you sure he just didn't come out shooting the dick? No, well, at least he'd be done with. Yeah, at least he'd be Fair dead. Uh, That's After Earth. At least he has the courtesy to get it over and done with. Yeah, but no. Give it a seven. I really dug it. I definitely think you should check it out, even if you weren't interested in Captain America before, uh, or even liked him in the Avengers. Again, it's a great standalone experience, which is something that's very hard to come by, considering these movies are more about building the story around it than being a standalone experience. They're all like self-propagating commercials. Like just, Basically, they all just promote the next one. So you go to see the the, the, the new one. Just so you go to see the next one, like it's you basically have to watch this up in segments up till the Avengers movie, and then you can stop paying attention a little better. But the thing I'm noticing is they they keep building towers, but then they knock it down and build it from the beginning, so you never get to see the full. I do think story. you never feel like you. Get I should it. mention yeah. though, as before we wrap it up, I do think that for talking about buying on DVD, I'd be interested in buying it for like a DVD or Blu-ray, just because in one scene towards the end. They have a list of names they reference uh, for uh, for the villain's plan. Uh, it, it's, oh yes, and I think a uh, Easter egg mo- hunting monkeys will have a field day with that list of names because I definitely know Tony was there. They show the uh, Avengers Tower, or at yeah. least what's left of it. I don't know if he's yeah. fixing it or not. And they uh, mentioned Doctor Strange earlier. They do mention Doctor yeah. Strange. They, they're name dropping a lot in this Bruce movie. Bruce Banner, and... Bruce Banner, and Iron Man are all over this without even being on screen. Oh yeah. Uh, but I think that'll do us for the rating. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, go check it out. Give Marvel your money. Again, they probably already have it, but give it to them willingly so they don't have to start taking it from you. It's give it to them to show you you want to see this. Not terrible things. <laughs> like Ant-Man. <laughs> we don't know if that'll be bad. Good Can't point. judge. Uh, I gave them money for the Thor movies in the first Captain America, so I've already failed. Yeah. I didn't know. I but didn't to be know. fair, you gave them the money for the first movie, and they made the second one. So, uh, you're anyway, hoping for the best. Yeah. Anyway, this is the Three Guys Podcast signing out. Say goodnight, folks. Later. Bye.